0: Streaming on Paramount Plus. You ready,
1: Bob?
0: Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. Bob Marley One Love, rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus.
1: Hey, it's your boy BC, the Brian Campbell, the State of Combat Boxing Podcast. And before we start off this week's edition of the show, a little bit of breaking news that came through after Rafe Bartholomew and I recorded. And it's somber news. It's the death of Roger Mayweather, two-division champion, famous trainer of his nephew, Floyd Mayweather, at the age of 58. As so many of us know, Roger had removed himself from the spotlight in recent years as his health declined, was forced to leave the corner of his nephew after 2012, allowing Floyd Sr., Roger's brother, to come back into the picture. But you look back at the legacy of the of the man and career of who Roger Mayweather was. Many famous twists and turns there personally and professionally, but will certainly be most known for his work in the corner of his nephew, guiding him through the late 90s when Floyd Sr. went away to jail after teaching his son the craft and helping Floyd Jr. to pound-for-pound king status and eventually climbing in weight to become the biggest star the sport has ever seen from a pay-per-view standpoint at welterweight and beyond. Roger was such an indelible figure, a character, certainly through the launch of HBO's 24-7. Many funny moments there, and certainly getting Floyd's back in the infamous melee that took place in the 2006 bout when Floyd Mayweather took on Zab Judah. Roger getting suspended for a year after brawling in the ring with Zab and his father, Yoel. But you look back specifically on those 24-7 episodes, and when the cameras were in the training camp with Floyd Mayweather in Las Vegas. Uncle Roger working the pads with him, the rhythm, the cadence they had. It, it was an art. It was a dance. And it let you know as boxing fans that, that the big time fights were coming. And Roger had such an important role, obviously, along with Floyd Sr. building that foundation and helping Floyd, the fighter, turn into such a defensive genius who took minimal damage, which was in response to how much Floyd had seen both his father and Uncle Roger take, particularly at the end of Roger's fight career. And for everything we could say about Roger the Black Mamba, as a trainer for what we know, he was a hell of a fighter, winning titles at 130 and 140 in a career that started in 1981, ended in 1999, but you go back to his prime in the late 80s, and was a tough out for anybody. The Executioner, at times did... Lose to some of the biggest names twice to Julio Cesar Chavez, to Pernell Whitaker, to Costa Zoo late in his career. But in addition to winning those two world titles, beat former champions like Vinny Pazienza and Livingstone Bramble. Tough guy, tough chin, tough style. That was Roger Mayweather, part of that fabled Mayweather brother clan with Jeff, who was a pro fighter. We know him today as a trainer and character himself. And of course, you don't know S about boxing, Floyd Mayweather Sr. Roger Mayweather leaves us, and certainly this is a tough time for the Mayweather family with Floyd's longtime girlfriend, Josie Harris, and the mother of a few of his children passing away just in the past week. We give our condolences out to the Mayweather family and to the legacy of Roger. And now it's time to come back with the show. It's the SOC coming at you. Pandemic or not, the SOC is back where it needs to be. It's the State of Combat podcast on CBS Sports with your boy, the Brian Campbell, back with the box, back with a bang, of course. It's a wrong style. Wrong, style. Any style you want, we got it. Yes, folks, the Brian Campbell, the voice that you hear on this boxing edition. Hope you're doing well. Uh, you know, we can, we can be serious and we can laugh. That's what we do on this show. And certainly from a serious standpoint, hope you are all hanging in there during coronavirus pandemic season and, uh, staying healthy, staying home, actually. Okay. I don't need you in a sauna publicly right now. Okay. Stay home. Let's get this done. Let's get through this. Help out your neighbor. Stop buying so much damn toilet paper. That's the message from your boy, BC. Okay. Uh, no more, no more, okay? No more of that. All right, hey, we got a show for you today. I don't know what kind of show, but we actually have news to talk about. Who would have thought a big fight on the horizon this fall was just signed, according to sauces coming out of the Athletic.com. so much more on that. Canelo's fall plans provided a lot of things, by the way, provided a lot of different things go down. But we're going to break that down. We're going to get fired up. A reminder, five-star season. I don't care where you're at in your health journey. There's still no reason to stop healing and give us a five-star review. But if you're healthy, please step in. Do that. Let's move the show along. All right. Really? I got my co-host. He's ready. But
2: I still got him in a cage. He listens to me very well. I'm going to let him loose him.
1: Uh, it's a weird time to be alive, but I'm happy that he is. A lot of people wonder who exactly is this man. Oh, uh, who's, this, who's this
0: person you're, you're interviewing? I'm
1: sorry? Rafe. <laughs> I'm Rafe. His name oh. is Rafe. His name is Rafe. He's a New York Times bestselling author, cruiserweight aficionado. You can read his fine stylings as he looks to fill time on Athletic.com with no fights. It is Rafa Bartholomew.
0: Let me lick you up, Corona
1: time. Up, let me
0: lick, lick you all around. around. Boy, all let me lick, me lick you, girl.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: Campbell,
1: ref you are next my friend you are next my friend ref you just took the words right out of my mouth it must have been why you were kissing me meatloaf right um Rafe, triple g canelo three apparently according to your colleague lance pugmeyer of the athletic.com there's a lot of Extra details around that. The most important a verbal agreement, a financially verbal agreement. And I'll look, I've up. made some oral agreements back in my day. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Rafe. Let's please, no, let's not live the life of the of the movie script sleepers. Okay, Rafe, get away from that. Okay, no. no, 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 no. I don't care that it was filmed partially. They had to make me. They had to toughen me up, Brian. Yeah, it was partially filmed in my town, but just the tip of it though, just for a second there, Rafe. Um, moving on from that. Look, there's major hurdles, including. The fact that the boxing schedule has been right. hurdles
3: that were that, that, yeah, some bigger. What hurdles do you see coming in the, in the, in the, in the next eight weeks, Brian, can you
1: think of any, you know, the boxing schedule, like all of sports has been rightfully rampaged and and just destroyed. Hey guys, can we stop trying to schedule, Hey UFC. Okay. Can we stop trying to schedule fights?
3: Great. Let's, let's do a nice golf clap for, uh, for, for and, Oscar De La Hoya, and, and the great Tom Loeffler, who for really owning the news cycle here. You guys are the best.
1: Uh, so, look, certainly uh, we're going to have to believe that fights can take place again this year. And, oh, by the way, Canelo was like minutes away from already announcing his May 2nd return against Billy Joe Saunders. Oh, don't worry, Brian.
3: We already broke that story and broke down that fight that now won't happen.
1: 168. Well, no, the, uh, here's the deal. Lance's story, your colleague, says... Canelo has plans to still fight BJS. They they might move it to June, it depends of course when the schedule can get back when us as the public in the US can congregate more than 10 at a time, Rafe. But uh then if all that takes place, the hook in this the hook in the crook of this news is it would be aimed for September 12th, Trilogy bout, AT&T Stadium outside of Dallas, and I don't know if you read the fine print on there, Rafe. As we dig right into the only news of this week, Golden Boy needed to pay Canelo an undisclosed extra amount on top of that guarantee from DAZN for him to ex- I- accept this fight.
3: Is that how you read it? Do you think that that money is coming out of Golden Boy's
1: pockets? Yes, that is what your colleague, not a top operator, Lance Pugmire wrote, right?
3: I, 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 maybe I missed that exact fine print. I just, it sounded like he, Canelo was definitely going to be paid extra, but I didn't know where that money was coming from. I would assume it comes from the network. No. No? Well, here's what I would do. Look, look, this is what happened. Look, I worked in a bar for a long time. I grew up around one. My father still works at a fucking bar, Brian. Whoa, whoa. Till last night, till this day, he was working in a bar. Um... And uh, yeah, and uh, and one thing that we learned there was when, you know, one of the other guys dips into your pocket, you dip into the next man's pocket and make yourself whole. To
1: so, this day. yeah, to this day. Yeah, to this day. Yeah, that's right. Raheem. You just- we love
3: you. Um,
1: why do they call him Raheem?
3: <laughs> you know why, Brian, you already know why he's the best
1: rip that suit off <laughs> show everyone your s <laughs> uh yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah
3: look you when someone takes money out of your pocket you take money out of the next man's pocket that's how box that's boxing is a hood sport and that's how it operates so if if golden boy nominally has to pay for this you know what they're gonna do they're gonna figure out a way to make Dazone pay for it that I, it may not be immediately but they'll get their money back don't worry
1: uh yeah, so go, apparently Golden Boy is gonna have to kick in more to finally get this bitter, uh, never friends, certainly enemies now to do business together. we would seen so much posturing from Canelo, Wait. but but Rick, they is were it even friends? Is it even responsible? Our for... next, to my
3: friend, they were friends.
1: Yeah, that is true. As as just gentlemen of this world, is it um is it And I'm not I'm not necessarily like throwing shade at, at the Athletic or Lancer, but is it responsible to? put this story out there when, again, like Canelo's got to beat BJS first, and also the world has to recover from this global (laughs) pandemic so we can have a chance at staging that fight first. And do you think, without having knowledge, do you think there's a chance if, let's say, big fights get pushed off until the summer, that maybe he just says, uh, hey, hey, Billy Joe, uh, never meant to be, bro. All right?
3: Well... I mean, first of all, Brian, I am but a simple caveman. Uh, This modern world frightens and confuses me, so I'm not one to to comment on what's responsible or what's not. But um, in uh, one, some of the fine print I did read, which apparently you missed, now I'm about to school you, sir. Bring it. Bring it. Is uh, Lance does write that Canelo that there is that that Lance's sources say that if the coronavirus pandemic continues to make it impossible to hold large events then it they said they suggested it was possible that the entire bjs fight could be scrapped and go straight into canelo golovkin three in september so that that is at least on people's minds according to the story
1: wow oh, wow wow Rafe. what are your thoughts uh well no let's stay with this topic um look there's we can't avoid the elephant in the room which is the fact that uh the great Gennadi, as Curtis Stevens once called him.
3: You're serious.
1: You're serious? Okay. Yeah, I'm serious. Okay. Okay. Um is gonna be thirty eight by the time this third fight would take place, Rafe.
3: So will I, man, God willing.
1: Wow, same age?
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm born I think three weeks after him.
1: Wow. call the crib. Same number, same hood? Well
3: Well, different. yeah, yeah. Astanya. Kazakhstan.
1: Ah, forever! Pa- puedes- ki- mm. Yes, indeed, indeed. I used to know where all the buttons were. Oh, Kazakhstan! Kazakhstan forever! Look, this is a big gift to people, especially, to be honest, especially casual boxing fans. And You want to know why? Because Canelo, Triple G, One, and Two were both in this modern era of non Floyd Mac stuff, like blockbuster pay per views. If you do over a million twice in this era, that's like a blockbuster pay per view. So, they both were. They both delivered more than you paid for in terms of entertainment, action, suspense, controversy. And um, so from casual fans, it's like, well, that that Kazakh guy got screwed a couple times. We got to see the retribution. Although us experts, Rafe, sort of understand having watched Triple G, Vanchenko, which was a frickin war fight of the year contender disputed decision that Triple G won, that uh, this is his. <laughs> Unless he turns into that, that uh Kazakh cyborg killer we, we sort of uh created the scenario of what if Triple G enters the third fight and just says, I'm here to brawl for six months. Well rounds. you
3: know, you know, Brian, not just cyborg killer, but I was thinking and this could apply, this could be for both fighters, you know, self-quarantine the and just the the strange state that the world and the sport is in, if a fighter is set up to properly take advantage of, could allow a lot of um Great, uh, ripper nutrition cycling in the meantime. You know what I'm saying?
1: Well, you know, speaking <laughs> of that topic, if you're looking to understand what we've been doing and how long we've been doing it and whether we can find the sound <laughs> drop in time,
2: we did dope, We've been doing doping from the beginning. Yes,
1: thank you. Wow, that took a long time to get out, Ray. It's just there's too many things on here.
0: And then the phrase tainted meat hit the
1: lexicon. All right,
3: thank you. Um, yeah, man, Vada ain't knocking on that door for a while.
1: Everybody's on steroids. The whole UFC, everybody. Sorry. sorry, sorry. brought a little skinhead white guy into the mix, right Okay, no, sorry.
3: was that a white guy? It Didn't sound too white. Yeah, it was
1: Nate, it was Nate Diaz, bro.
3: Yeah, is Nate. Does the Nate Diaz sound like a white guy to you?
1: So, what is he brown? I mean, what, are you, what are you? What are you doing here? What, I didn't think this well, was racist. So, he's not. He's
3: here. not. He's not a like an Anglo. He's not a wasp
1: calling me a He's, wop Rafe? is that what you're doing here
3: wasp white anglo-saxon protestant brian I knew, um, I knew. Uh, <laughs> you are you are a dirty lithuanian and uh i don't know where what the 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 heritage where the roots of the diaz fa- family come from but they probably don't come from i mean i get, could be spain i suppose why do you uh, ignore
1: the fact that i'm 50 percent french canadian and my people come from quebec why do you ignore like you know you
3: never, you never talked about that side. I love that. You were always, you were always repping Sabonis, but you should, well, who you should be repping is Georges St-Pierre and, uh, and <laughs> David Lemieux. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Isn't he like, uh, Iranian or something? He's got, he's, uh, he's, Armenian. Armenian. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so is, uh, so is Vannis, bro. Vannis Martirosian. Yes, he By is. By the way, Vannis not in the media for good headlines lately. Yikes. Yikes. Right. I know it's been a few months, but yikes, you know, you know what I'm saying?
0: I
3: can't remember the last time I got hit like a train, anymore.
1: and every single punch. I think, is, like... I think he hit his wife like a train, right? Oh, damn. A lot of fighters hitting women lately, Rafe. I would never do that. I would never hit a woman, but I shake the shit out of one. Oh, come on, no, 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 no. <laughs> That woman judge. All right, all right, Rafe. Uh, we got a lot to talk about that on that moving forward. But to close on this potential of this trilogy bout, um, casual fans going to be fired up it's a it's the zone super bowl it's the reason why the got into this it's straight up right outside of AJ and putting him in britain to open their their uh you know to kick off their their streaming app this is the one and at the very least we're getting it yes 38 year old triple g but he's got a belt he's coming off a couple wins like it's not one of these like we're just doing it to do it and cash in i mean look the hardcores, right? Not the regular fans. The hardcores may have already, you may have already convinced yourself that that Canelo is going to win by knockout. It's possible, right? Sometimes as a hardcore, you know too much for your own good, Rafe. But this will be sold as a legitimate ass fight because it is. Triple G, whether he's slow and old or not, he comes to get up in that thing, Rafe.
3: Yeah, look, I still, I am more, I while the fight is less interesting to me and uh, September 2020 or whenever it actually ends up happening then it would have been earlier just like Canelo Triple G won would have been much interesting much more interesting to me in 2016 uh, rather than whenever it 2017 when it first happened you know I mean Canelo did not have to pretend that he was a 155 pound fighter for an extra year and a half uh, to wait out Triple G that is part of the story we can add to this um but in any case yes yeah, is, is it a little over overcooked yes but it's also a fight i still want to see they obviously have unfinished business it is the one fight that i could kind of talk myself into the idea that triple g who did look uh past his primes more more than ever before last year in both of his fights even when he was knocking out steve rolls that did not look like the triple g of old and uh, but this is the one fight that I could see him somehow summoning that one last great championship effort, right? The old cliche, every champion has one great fight left in him. Yeah, my this could be, be on, that.
1: My campeon Morales with one eye against Maidana, right? That was, he he poured the, the what was ever, whatever was in that jug left over from that time we met him in Vegas. He poured it out, Rafe, all right? Right, and watching
3: Triple G try to do that against Canelo later this year, hopefully if it happens – that would be fantastic, and even if he fails, if the effort is there, I would, I, you
1: know, I would still uh, tip my hat to Mi Campion there. I would tip a lot of things toward him, J- just for a second though. I mean, I'm ready for the truth. He knows I, I
0: want guys, so, Brian. You know, if he's ready for true, please, he don't don't finish with fake. Come back.
3: What what the hell is he talking about there, Ray? <laughs> Look, just tell your parents. Say hi. I'm here. I'm just here. <laughs>
1: Yeah. All right. We got a lot to get into, Rafe. Uh, yeah, lots, man. A lot of, no, actually, we have nothing to get into. That's, this is why I'm excited. Look, I've got one superpower in life, Rafe. I can fill airtime. I can vamp with the, I can put my teeth into your neck and, and draw blood. I'll vamp for, for years. So I'm excited, actually, Rafe, full, full, full disclosure about what the future could bring on this pod between you and me. If we don't have fights for two to three months, we can just, Stick our things in some ish and start stirring it around and make stuff, Rafe, okay? We can so, make
3: beautiful music together, Brian.
1: And I think people, there are a portion of our audience who want to hear more about our basketball careers and the failings of our competitiveness and how I almost got punched in the face by a Harford judge two weeks ago. But uh, Rafe, and he, you know what he basically said to me, Rafe? I didn't add this into the last analysis. He said, if your son wasn't here... I would have reacted a lot differently. Wow, he went—he went Larry Merchant on you. Yes, yes, he's—he like, was like, if your son was twelve years younger and not alive, I would have kicked your ass.
3: No kidding! Wow, and, I, wow. and that
1: guy's my friend. You know, uh, I, I
3: don't know. Still, still, is it I like? Know. Would you know? You are next, my friend.
1: You know, I am next. Coronavirus never a friend of mine. A lot more to get into here, Rafe, about life, serious stuff, and all that. And you know what, Rafe, we're gonna do that. Right after we take a quick pause for the cause and a, and a word from our friends and sponsors. Dig. It.
3: Every sport has their big, juicy controversy. Boxing has the Mike Tyson ear bite. Cycling has Lance Armstrong. Baseball has its steroid era. Curling has. Broomgate. It's a story of broken relationships, houses divided, corporate rivalry, and a performance-enhancing broom. It was a year I'd like to forget. Broomgate, available now.
2: The baseball season is in full swing, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network.
1: Canelo Triple G3 breaking up this coronavirus news cycle with the potential for a fall super fight. And Rafe, it is corona season, so in all f- full seriousness, obviously, look, I'm like, we we can joke around, but um, it's a tough time, tough time. And it hasn't even really hit Connecticut that hard in my suburban enclave, yet we're still rightfully saying indoors. Had a beer with my neighbor, but separate sides of the fence the other day um how are you things... out there like a uh, home improvement yes yes exactly uh and by the way are this you tim allen
3: or the dude with the hat
1: wilson yeah so my neighbor anthony who's my wilson um a couple of years ago we would do this when i was going through some uh some mental health challenges at that point every single day he would text me when he got home from his day job and say meet me at the fence for a beer which was a brotherly thing right we'd have a beer we'd talk about the day encourage each other and one day i said in passing hey we should build a, like imagine if we built a bar right here that would extend over our fence onto each side. The next morning, Rafe, he was putting the concrete in the ground. Damn. So we have a neighbor bar Damn. that goes over the fence. The only thing is we never finished the top. He bought this fancy like paneling for the in stone for the top. And uh-huh. it's kind of just sitting there a couple, two years later. But that's, you know. We're, we're...
3: Hey, but but you guys are in good. You guys have a routine already now that you need to practice social distancing and you can share a beer from across the side. Can you can you touch tips through that? Uh... Uh, can, is touching tips OK in the time of the coronavirus? I mean, no,
1: no, never, never. It's, uh, some will argue if it was ever OK. Right. Full <laughs> full respect to uh, to people like uh, the former great uh, light heavyweight. Light heavyweight middleweight. What's that fellow's name? Yusuf? yes 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 Yusuf Max, shout out to him indeed but uh, look, i did not want to say
3: it out loud because i'm not that kind of guy
1: nah, you, that's, i appreciate i'm, I'm
3: respectable i'm um, not i'm not out here trying to be like you right now
1: so look we've all rightfully have sanctions the changes in each of our states but we're all pretty much getting to the point now right where it's like hey wake up stay home yeah go to the grocery store yeah get gas get your beer uh get your prescription but stop going to the bars. Stop meeting. Okay, stop eating at restaurants.
0: Go to the grocery stores. For crying out loud, go to the grocery stores. If you want to go to Bob Evans and eat, no, go to Bob no, Evans no, no, and no, eat. no, 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 no,
1: so, no, no. If you want to go to Bob Arum's yes. and get you some weed, okay, now we're talking. I got advice for the next four years. Smoke a lot see, of weed. No, all right, look,
3: I saw some disturbing quotes from Bob uh, on, uh, online this week where he's talking about oh i'm not look don't worry about me age is nothing but a number to me i'm not taking any precautions I, I i and i think that weed helps me look i'm glad that he has a i think weed helps a lot of people and i think it should be like legal recreationally and I'm, and, and all of that but like be responsible every all of us that have any kind of platform and our platform isn't that powerful but any kind if if anyone listens to anything you say we should all be out there saying yo chill you do not have to go outside and have fun right now because if you do that even if you don't end up suffering severe consequences from it somebody else really 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 could and it isn't a joke and just like everybody chill yeah i mean look including bob
1: <laughs> uh yes and stay home please and and look i you know uh, thoughts and prayers all the good stuff uh uh, Rafe, I'm praying for you in the city of Detroit. I hope you're, you're you're holding it together. I see a garbage bag over your head hanging from a window. Is that like keeping food off the ground when you camp so the bears the bears don't get it?
3: No, that's just where I put my empties from the liquid crack addiction, also hey. from my seltzers.
1: Recycle, Rafe. I don't know if going to the recycle machines is is a, is a safe.
3: Actually, culprit. it's so here in Michigan we do have the 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 coveted ten cent. Redeem, you know, you could get ten cents for each can here. And when I first moved out here, I was pulling goodly on that. I was like, ten cents, I'm doing my own recycling. And I got lazy. I don't really do it anymore. But they actually, the the governor and a lot of the stores said, "Don't. That's that. No more. No more redeeming your your cans for a while because it's it's not it's not sanitary. You can't do it."
1: Wow, wow, that isn't sanitary at all. I do rape as I tease there, you Hatchcock. You're a Yankee rooster, my friend. You're a hatchcock. I do have a Corona prayer for you that I took off, off the internet to share with you. Ed.
0: The Corona virus, we pray that it be dissolved with healing. Yes. With healing. With healing. Yes. Your cervix. Whoa. Whoa. Your penis. No, no. Whoa. Your vagina. No, no. Your buttocks.
1: No. no. Your colon.
3: No.
0: Oh, no.
1: Yikes. What kind of hotel is this? <laughs> go wash your hands. Want, yeah, watch, watch. watch, watch yeah, the, no, no kidding. Wow. All right. Uh, uh, that was crying weird, game. Yeah, uh, Rafe. How do you say, uh, um, like Dong Johnson in Filipino? What's the language Filipino? Right, that's the language of. Your well,
3: region? so the the official national language is Filipino, but it's based on Tagalog, which is the main language spoken in the Manila area, oh, right. Central Luzon. Yes.
1: And, do you um, say Dong as Pinas?
3: And no, that's actually the name of the. That's like a shortened name of the country, <laughs> Filipinas. Pinas. Um oh, because I was wondering but,
1: whether, what, like, when you think of a dong. So yeah, yeah. What so, does it do to you, Rafe, when you think of a dong? You know, Pinas. That really inspired me, because Pinas, what right? Is from? It's, very, <laughs> it's <laughs> very, it's very
3: inspirational, Rafe. Yeah, I am inspired right now. Uh, the word is titi.
1: Oh, wow in our culture ray you can get beat by a man with tts all right i've seen it already i just saw hellenius yeah all right
3: but so in slang they might call it a bird uh talong which is eggplant which now we're all familiar with ah, from the emojis yes. um what else Anne. uh there's a lot of it's there're a lot of euphemisms there's it's it's funny the the language la- uh, look it, pe- there's a lot of sex ha- people have a lot of sex right it's 2013 <laughs> Uh, but, uh, but still the language has some of that residual, uh, Catholic colonialism in it from the Spanish in 300 years from the, uh, the 1600s to the 1900s or 17, you know, late 1600s to the late eighteen hundreds, uh, when America came in and became the, the colonial overlords. Um, but anyway. There is there are a lot of euphemisms. There aren't a lot of direct words for it. But you know what? People know how to how to how to refer to it.
1: You said you're inspired by Peanuts. I'm inspired that anything comes out of John Furries Peanuts. He's come out of my sack, So he's gonna be good, isn't he? Indeed. Indeed. I will I am I will, I I will like I'm, putting marker,
3: I'm putting my marker down right now, Brian. Big John. As soon as one of the top blokes from IFL TV or Boxing Social or any of those UK YouTube channels gets near Big John in the next months, his coronavirus interview is going to be oh, legendary, over filled his, with terrible advice. Over his ten guaranteed. Phone. I mean, this is a man who does not believe in society. Yes. So, and, and his, and it was raised outside of it, right? So you can guarantee that he's going to have some conspiracy theories. He's going to advise you to do some things that you definitely should not do,
1: like swallow, possibly. <laughs>
3: Right? Once, he's, once you swallow, you're not coming back. Though I swallowed it. It's not a nice feeling, but I'm a man that can cope
1: with anything, mate. All right. Hey, Rafe, I'm a man too. So is Tom Brady, Rafe. He's a real man. I don't know if you heard this breaking news today, Rafe.
3: I saw a couple tweets about okay, the guy. Okay,
1: this guy's not going to return to the Patriots after 20 years. And I wanted you to know that, Rafe, even during this coronavirus season, are you looking to fill your sports void? Because if you are, Rafe, I want you to know, that NFL free agency has no offseason, right? Neither does the NFL in general. And the Pick 6 NFL podcast at CBS Sports, Rafe, has you in Detroit covered with reactions and analysis to all the biggest news. The Pick 6 pod is always daily. But this week, Rafe, they'll be much more than daily. Because Will Brinson and company will recap each day of the free agency cycle and also provide emergency podcasts when the biggest names in football, including Mr. Bunchin. Make their decisions. That's Tom Brady for you, Rafe, okay? Download and subscribe to Pick 6 Pod wherever you, Rafe Bartholomew, find fine audio. And please tell him, BC sent you. Rafe, give me two seconds of your life to tell me where Tom Brady ends up. Don't say the Detroit Lions.
3: I don't know, man. All All right. Right. I have no clue, man. All right, right. I'm I'm In hi- some Uggs?
1: I'm going to hijack my own show right now for a surprise. You don't know where this is going, but people wondered how would we fill time on this show? What would we do? Would we just ramble on, Rafe Led Zeppelin style? Let's do that. I have acquired the phone number of a gentleman from Northern California, Rafe. A no. boxing aficionado. No, 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 no. A no. man who has... I'm not ready. A man who has—I can't do this. Who has visited a Hooters before? A man who Alex has talked about often on this show, Rafe. A man who I've been dying to speak to. Let's see no, if this works. It can't be okay. real. Let's see how this is. It can't be real. Alex I'm, me, is me listening right now. Okay, no. let me let me bring him in. call her. Are you there? Caller. Oh, sorry, Rafe. It's ringing right now. This is my first time, right? This is in, this. Oh, you hear that ring? Hello. Hi, caller. Are you there? Hello. Are you, are you with me? Tell me. Are you with me?
0: I am with you.
1: I am with you, Rafe. I wanted you to, to introduce you not to Richard Dwyer. Yeah, I, I I sniffed this one out. But to the greatest listener in state of combat history, Rafe. Okay. I'm talking about Alex Godinez.
0: Alex Godinez, what's going on, brother?
1: What is going on, brother?
0: Uh, you already know I'm the best. Uh, <laughs> what's going on, gentlemen?
3: Um, it sounds like you're outside,
0: Alex. Uh
3: are you are you uh, under lockdown? Why are you
0: outside? I am currently driving myself home to self-contain myself in my house with my kids and maybe get them sick. Who knows?
3: I don't know. I hope hope you don't get anyone sick.
1: Uh, Rafe, we normally deal with our listeners, our people, from a distance. We don't often touch them, especially during coronavirus season. But I have brought the man, Alex Godiz Nuts, to you, Rafe. What have you ever wondered and thought about this man? Do you want to hear about Hooters? Do you want to hear about the time he went on the Richard Dwyer tour and hit all the famous landmarks?
3: Well, yeah, I guess. What 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 did you see from that visit to the Hooters? Would you have wanted to watch a Canelo? By the way, forget that. No, no, no. Let's get let's be newsworthy here. You saw my boy Lance Pugmire at the Athletic just broke the the the. Possibility or likelihood of Canelo Triple G three in September. You're I know you're a Golovkin man. So Alex you are next my friend. What do you think of this fight?
0: It's true. I eat steak every day uh, <laughs> Every day steak not to be confused with big big steak That's too sick Brian. That's too sick
1: Double kebab. So
0: here's the thing Double kebab. I'm gonna send that picture out again or somebody hates it. <laughs> so, here's the thing with Triple G and and Canelo fighting again is that no boxing fan or even a casual fan has said, "Hey, less Triple G or less Canelo in boxing is a good thing." They always draw crowds, they always, you know, they're big money fights and why not see a third one? The first two fights were were really really good fights, despite what you think of the decision, um they were good fights and What's to say that a third one wouldn't be just as good? Although, as a Golovkin fan, putting uh, the uh, objective view aside, as a Golovkin fan, I don't want to give Canelo the privilege of possibly sending my boy to hell at his ripe old boxing age, but it's a
1: good Indeed, Ray. Go go D. Go D's nuts. Is there a chance that Triple G ain't washed at 38? Is there a chance that we didn't get the score right? I mean, when
0: he fought uh, Dervinchenko, he didn't look himself. He was getting hit quite a bit. I mean, he's never been a defensive wizard. He was getting hit quite a bit. The rumor is that he was sick. Maybe he was. Maybe he wasn't. But, uh, you know, this ain't Berto. This is uh, Canelo. Uh, you know, injection marks or hot. He's a good fighter. This ain't and, Jorge Coda. Uh, this ain't Jorge Coda. That's right. He's going to give him the raw dog. Don't matter. So, uh, Triple G, we're, we're going to find out if he's washed or not.
3: Um, do you, do you, where do you, how, how likely, or give me a percentage on the likelihood of my sort of wet dream scenario of, um, uh, <laughs> Triple G pulling a Juan Manuel Marquez Pacquiao 4 type knockout against Canelo here? Just, just like, so, um, just, yeah, like, could it, could it happen? Will it happen?
0: I mean, first off, if that's gonna happen, we gotta know what kind of uh, gloves uh, Triple G's putting his hands in. You know, what the senator, likes. so. Um, the gloves have, uh, but, that are using is uh, you know, I like. I mean, you know, most guys can't even find those gloves. You know, so uh, you know, the can find them, first of all. But I think there is a chance. I would, I would give him maybe a twenty-five percent chance of something like that happening. I mean, he was. Them snacks in uh in uh I believe it was uh, San Carlos, California. Although that he uh, did
3: he he backed out of that. He jacked out. He jacked right. from snack.
0: <laughs> it he did? I mean, maybe he's gonna call Badu Jack, get some of that Ripper Energy. That's
3: what I'm talking I mean, he, about. You know you know that he needs to talk to my man Memo Heredia, the guy who started the whole movement.
0: He been doing right. I thing. mean Memo Memo's got the recipe. Memo's got the Scooby snacks.
1: Uh, go D's, um, Alex, fine, fine, sir. Um, if we were able to start a State of Combat listener boxing tournament, think headgear, three rounds, corporate boxing style, what would it look like, you and B Sample bloke, for the SOC Brass Balls Championship?
0: Oh, you know, uh, uh, all due respect, b-sample bloke uh he's a, he's a good fighter uh so far he's been a, a a good paper champion but uh you know everybody knows who the real champ is everybody knows i won last year uh they did not get the score right you know i love boxing um but you know he go, he's gonna find out what a real champ is and uh you know we'll uh, talk to my people uh make sure uh you know right now he, he's on the wrong side of the street so we need to come over and he need to come over to the a side
1: yeah, he needs to cross that pond, Rafe. All right. You know, this is this is this is an issue we didn't really get
3: into during the year end awards, Brian, but I'm curious what you think, Alex, as someone who was, uh, I guess in some ways demoted in favor of B sample bloke. This is a man who doesn't show his face on the Twitters. This is a man who, uh, who doesn't, you know, who's basically anonymous to us. We, we know his jokes and his great sense of humor. We love having him around, but we don't know who this man is. He just uses Brian Campbell's face, Wash Campbell. Uh, do, do you take that as a sign of weakness?
0: I mean, you know, what kind of, what kind, what kind of Twitter man doesn't show his face, you know? Uh, all I know about Twitter is that people always show their face, and they show exactly who they are on Twitter. So I don't know why he's hiding on uh, social media. Uh, uh, I believe they're called Abbeys, uh, whatever that is. I don't know what that is. That's not how a champ reacts.
1: Wow, this guy sounds like Prime Floyd. I'm ready for a hungry young lion to come out of uh, uh, Godies here. Um, in all seriousness, Alex, and we thank you for your patronage on this show through the years, um, yeah. are you and your family in Sacto holding up well during, during virus season? Are the seatbelts on, so to speak? Yes,
0: uh, it is, it is uh, seatbelt season at the Godines household right now. Um yeah, we're all we're all doing good, going a little stir crazy, but um you know, uh staying hunkered in for the health of the community and eventually the world hopefully and um, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's why you hear like I'm outside, I'm actually on my way home to work from home uh for the rest of the day.
1: Rafe, what do you think this man does for a living? We're talking to this man like we're talking sure. to this man. What do you think Godiz does? I believe I have
3: some idea. Um, you know, we've had some DM slides. We might have touched tips in the DMs in the past, Brian. Hey, um, Alex, you. Were, you, were... <laughs> um, you I, I think you mentioned before you've done like some copywriting for what is it like ad stuff?
0: I've I've done marketing blogs, but my 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 profession uh, until my boxing career takes off is uh, I'm a corporate trainer.
1: Oh, cool. Does that mean a physical trainer for corporate types?
0: That means I train people on how to do corporate stuff. So no no no, we don't do that physical stuff.
1: No, no, especially really. right now. I ain't got that zone. No, no. um,
0: yeah, I know zone ish.
1: I'm going to need, Alex, uh the story on uh on your your Dwy your Richard Dwyer field trip. I'm also gonna need your opinion on where we're at. In the life of Dwyer. Now, he's such a big part of this show, but Rafe does not want to speculate in his personal life. I think something went down with this move, all right? I, I, I think something right, happened right. personally to him. Do you have any info on this? You're on the ground. You're on the streets of of the greater Campbell. Uh, what's that other place called, Rafe, near there? Now, Mountain View is kind of
3: far from Sacramento.
0: It is. Well, first, let me, let me correct you with your terminology of field trip. This was a pilgrimage.
3: This was the
2: Hodge.
0: <laughs> yeah. This was a pilgrimage to, uh, you know, a great place to watch Canelo fight the Hooters at Campbell, California. Uh, so so let me correct you on that. As far as uh, Richie himself, uh, I mean, let the man be. Don't get in his business. If he wants you in his business, put a YouTube video out and say, Campbell, get in my business. He's doing fine. He's living his best life. Uh, from what it looks like from all his videos, he's been pretty much social distance and hunkered down for quite some time now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love the beard, the Sherpa fleece that Rave talks about a lot. It's very Dan Raphael. It's Raphael and that fleece he's wearing.
0: It, it, it does give you the Raphael and he hedged his bet that we were going to have a pandemic a long time ago. And I think it's paying off for him. <laughs> yeah,
1: indeed. Uh, to close here, Godease, and you've been fantastic. Um, We've got to find a way to trick Rich into coming on this show. So since you're quasi-local, uh-huh. I was thinking about you and the lovely, I assume, Mrs. Godinez could maybe create a, a potential mock divorce in which you reach out to Rich and and then, you know, you check in with him over the phone and then we happen to just connect the call live during the pod and just ambush him and then do and then. And just, you know, that's how we get the male and the female end of this. Hold on. Hold on.
3: Hold on. This man, I'm talking this man is talking to this man like he's talking to this man. This re- Let's remember how many months ago was it that this man, Brian Campbell, did not award Alex Godinez <laughs> as the listener of the year. Now he's asking him to fake a divorce to, to meet Richard Dwyer. What is going on?
0: I mean, that wasn't a drawing in the Dwyer household. Uh, Hey man, don't be a blank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, I mean, if there's some, uh, you know, uh, if, if we get a contract written now, but I mean, I don't know how you feel about contracts.
1: Um... <laughs> we don't believe in having contracts. <laughs> this guy's calling his shots. He knows this game, Rafe. All right. I mean, seriously, <laughs> this is great. You know. Yeah. I
0: mean, I mean, if I start getting angry, playing hoops, eating a diet of. Uh, Gas station food. <laughs> I can convince the wife to start kind of hating me little by little. And then we can. Uh, Works in the Campbell household.
1: <laughs> I will say from experience, that is a a a quick way to get the other side uh, unha- unhappy with you. Wow. Great stuff. Um, Alex Godinez, I wish you well. I wish you to keep it safe. I do have a question for you.
2: Did
1: what's your name and get at you yesterday? nuts. All right. Um, All right. <laughs> Go deez I wish your your you, your children well. Uh do you have any message for the state of combat listeners? The, the 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 pool, the field that you so regularly lap, with the exception of that one misstep against Quality Bloke.
0: Uh I mean, you know, to everybody, like I said, everybody know who the real champ is. Uh paper champs have no place in the SOC universe, so um bring back the wrestling pod. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Godínez. Great talking to you, brother. Be be well. Thank you, Rafe. I think he's still there. I think he's going to try to be a voyeur. No, he's off. He's off, Rafe. Wow, thank you so much, Alex Godínez. Rafe, uh, you know they say never don't meet your heroes, right? You know you'll be let down. Um, remember that time we met Jim Bag? James Bag, great. I wasn't he, he, let exceeded. Down at all. he exceeded. He yeah. exceeded. Right. This is one of those times, right? It's true.
3: This is that. This is up there with the night we spent with James Bag Jr. and many others. But Mike Coppinger was there. The Masked Man was there. Oh, I was there. Brooklyn. Johnny the, Dang was there at, at the hitting Latin on Goonies. my girlfriend. On it. It was, No, not John Rick, what was it? Lo, uh, Ricky Lopez? Yes, he was, was there. Uh, Del- trying to steal my girl. <laughs> Delvin Rodriguez was
1: there. Wow. Yeah, bro, a, that's nice. a
3: bag. We're taking
1: pictures with Delvin. It wow. was great. Wow. Brooklyn Knights, yes. That was after Danny Garcia stopped Pauli, right? That's right.
3: right. Pauli. He took Pauli's career. <laughs>
1: Did he did he go anymore? Did he go forward? After I don't
3: that? know. I didn't see. it didn't say anything after that.
1: Right. Leave me the hell alone tonight. Please leave her alone. <laughs> uh, Rafe. Um, we got a little bit of boxing news to react to. If you want to play that game, you ready? Love that game. Okay. Shout out the game. Lo- I would
3: love to shake your hand.
1: Thank you. Thank you. A little little push and pull, kindness. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. first she was kind. I was more <laughs> kind. Uh, Adrian Broner, back in the headlines, Rafe arrested what, for dui dui in miami right that ain't nothing man <laughs> uh your thoughts your thoughts
3: i mean you know i don't know my thought i'm not surprised it sucks look don't drink and drive uh none of us should do that what else is there to say uh, he he it's adrian broner i mean he makes he has made a lot of bad decisions i still want him to you know whether he fights again or not i want the best for him and i don't think that involves getting arrested every other month but nothing i can do about it
1: all right um will he fight again rafe before yes. the year turns 2021
3: ah oh, man that's tough cuz we don't know we don't know if anyone will fight again right? before the year turns 2021 i mean I, I we expect it to i think that i think it is likely that the world will, uh, you know, will will move on and will get through the, the coronavirus pandemic before, you know, and we'll be able to get back to some sense of normalcy. But A.B., uh, uh, that's tough to say. Um, I guess I look, he, he, you would think it has to happen soon because he, he doesn't appear to be in great shape um, and his name, you know, is more valuable sooner rather than later. So he might as well capitalize on that his remaining fame i don't uh, look i well, are you are you referring to the the twitter back and forth between him and devin haney
1: i have not seen that Ray.
3: there has been a little bit of that dev both of them kind of calling each other out adrian broner saying i will stop devin haney i don't give a f um Ah, brian i don't know if i really uh look i don't mind if adrian broner fights again both because you know he's uh he does a good job of not getting hurt when he fights, so it's not like someone who's taking serious, serious, serious head trauma. And um, I got nothing against that man making a living, but um, I don't think that his uh, his days as an important figure in competitive bo- professional boxing are basically over. To there me, was a man, hope, by prove me way, wrong, please. There but, was a man you know.
1: who hedged that way early, Rafe. In my opinion, the sun is setting.
0: On Adrian Broner,
1: brave. He called. Did he really call Corona, or was Godinez just just in, just? Uh... I, I
3: mean, Dwyer. He did. He probably was. He is well invested in the in cryptocurrencies. <laughs> I imagine, which could come in handy where where if the S hits the fan in a serious way.
0: That kid think that Daddy has some pot coin because Daddy endorses the use of marijuana. No,
1: no. Okay, uh, here's the other news that we've been dreading, but it, it happened, it came out. Right, and the storm clouds are out on Girvante Davis Davis. Uh, the Gravante video, the other side of the video, came out, Rafe, from that charity basketball game in Miami when he grabbed his girlfriend, pulled her off the bench, dragged her to the backstage area. Now we have the reverse camera view of this, Rafe, and he certainly aggressively drags this lady and then throws a punch you can't really tell who he's throwing the punch at it it would assume you would ap- it would appear that it would be the same woman he dragged back there but there was a group of people he got pushed back one guy was doing the hold me back thing to, to Gravante, which kind of showed some toughness knowing that davis tank davis is the mike tyson rafe of the small weight classes but um uh, this ain't good, Rafe. I mean, it, it ain't as clear as day as the Ray Rice elevator video, but it 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 just really adds on to what we've already sort of went. Ugh. You got any? Thoughts?
3: Yeah, it's 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 bad, and but at the same time, Brian, I, and this is this is the the sort of I understand why this is the case. Why seeing it happen always uh, inspires a more uh you know a a, a more extreme reaction and more outrage than just hearing that it happened or just in the cases of when their violence has occurred and you see someone who with just the the wounds the after effects the the bruises um doesn't hit people as hard as seeing the actual punch land but that doesn't make any sense and we should know that we should remind ourselves that that the simple whether this punch was thrown whether it landed whether he whether it landed on um you know the the woman in the in the video or whether it landed on someone else it's wrong to punch people it's it's wrong to it's especially wrong for you know violence against women is a huge societal problem um but just the the way that he grabbed her by the you know the 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 shirt right near her neck and dragged her out that in public that alone is an act of violence that is worthy of condemnation and worthy of uh some legal response so um, to, I don't know if the story got a whole lot worse to me because of this, but it's it it's still extremely serious. And uh, look, that's why. Thank look, this is one where I am very thankful that the that we have a judicial system to 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 kind of work this out for us because, uh, you know, we're we're amateurs at this to say. To, uh, it's wrong. Don't do it in your life, and and hope it. You know, try to stop. Uh, just what? What else is there to say, Brian? There's
1: not a lot. Uh, if boxing uh, gets back on schedule soon, and we catch up post virus, you know, month or, or two, uh, would do you think this could stop Gervonta and Showtime no. from from putting him in there on pay per view against Leo? The original target date, I believe I heard rumors of June thirteenth Rafe in l a at Staples
3: what mm-hmm. this... um
1: i mean it... I mean i guess I guess I saw a fight called Mayweather Kodo, so they didn't stop that one Rafe right, well, also look,
3: it's very difficult to stop these events from happening because of the fractured system of boxing where you can sort of venue shop your way. Into whatever place whatever state is willing to take the money that they know they're going to make from putting on an event so if if the state of California is upset views that video and says we don't really want to license this person um then I suppose that could happen, but at the same time i mean the problem is these are these are government state government bodies regulating this, and they their state governments have their own uh, they have their own legal. Well, we have a legal system, a federal legal system, system, and and criminal, you know, state courts. And so they sort of have to respect the jurisdiction of other states and other and other parts of their government. So if Gervonta Davis is going through a criminal legal proceeding in Florida, uh, and under our system, which has the presumption of innocence until proven guilty the state of california can't really step in and deny him the, the the chance to make a living it just it doesn't it it leaves a terrible taste in fans mouths but it's it's legally impossible and if, if if the state tried to deny him a license for a moral reason i think they would probably be facing a lawsuit that they wouldn't have a good chance of winning um and, that, and that's not and those laws don't exist to protect people uh, who commit, you know, who, who who commit crimes like, you know, like violence against women necessarily. But it's uh, unfortunately they they apply to them as well. Um, so, no, I think the fight would happen somewhere. The only way it doesn't happen is if there is so much pressure from the public. Uh, and the media, but I mean, the the pressure from the media comes from the public, right? You tweet at us or whatever, you get a, you get in our asses, and we'll get in Showtime's ass. And if we get in deep enough into Showtime's oh. ass, then maybe they'll have enough pain in that ass to say we don't want to do this anymore. But does that ever happen? No.
0: I was in your ass, and you was ready to quit, and you was blowing and puffing, and went to your corner like a rag doll. Done defeated and knew that you lost that fight. That's how gangster...
3: And if Showtime doesn't do it, you don't think that the zone might do it?
1: No, that's, that's it. Look, like, it, it happens. It, it, it's... I don't know. I mean, there's video of it. Do you think he hit the woman in the video, right?
3: And also, look, look we also have Sergey Kovalev was supposed to fight, if not for coronavirus. There's, like, this... I mean, you know, I'm, it, it's... We... Unfortunately, we have these parallel systems that play out on slow schedules, right? The legal system works real slow. So you have athletes who are accused of and appear to have committed, uh, you know, really serious crimes. And until they go through, you know, whether the cases get settled, they plead guilty or like, like Floyd did that one time or whether it goes to trial and they win or lose or, you know, they're acquitted or they're found guilty. Until that point, it's very hard to deny them a, the opportunity to make a living as long as the people who are paying them are willing to put, cut that check.
1: Yeah. And if the glove don't fit, Rafe, right, you're actually you going to quit. to acquit, All right? Hi, my boxing fans. Hey, uh, hi, Sergei. Thank you for your support. Uh, please don't die, Sergei. Die, but please don't die. Thank you. Uh, i uh, Coronavirus got to be
3: like the the clue for for Kovalev to to flee the country, right? Because like his his fight got canceled, he's got yeah. court dates coming up. Like, yo, get it, you know, get go, just go back to Russia and spend those millions, see how long it lasts.
1: Riff, would you rather sit on a international flight next to Sergey Kovalev while wearing a sundress, drive with Errol Spence in Dallas after three a.m.
3: Well, that's that. Look, I, I'm I'm not as athletic as him. I'm not going to land on my feet after being expelled from the windshield. So, Date. so far, I'm 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 putting Kovalev over that right now. Date Garvanta
1: in okay. your, In your current physical form. Because he'll knock okay. you, He'll knock your ass out. Right. OK, I mean, you know, that
3: man, you know, he he licked my neck and I didn't do nothing
0: about it.
1: <laughs> I think. <mean, laughs> All right. I don't even know where I don't have another. Yeah, whatever. All right. Which one would you pick? Yeah, you pick them all. Okay, Uh, enough of that, Rafe. Wow. Uh, I don't know if we'll make it through Corona season here with this. But uh, another Gervonta news, Rafe. A little back and forth on Twitter with Rye Guy, Ryan Garcia, in which Gervante came back at him and said, you got a better chance at beating Corona than beating me. Did you see the response from Rye Guy, Rafe?
3: I believe he brought up the uh, the domestic violence issues Quote, or the violence against women <clears> issues.
1: <throat> Quote, you're all over the place, bruh. We all seen that incident. You'll never be able to put your hands on me like that. That's some bitch shit. Shake my head, do better. End tweet. Wow, Rave, this doesn't mean they're any close to fighting.
3: Uh, no, it doesn't. But, hey, you know, I don't disagree with Ryan Garcia there. And if these guys – look, I uh, – well – you know, this is the problem with social media, Brian, because it does connect us. It allows us to express ourselves. It does it introduces us to friends like, like Alex Godinez we just spoke to and had a great time and, and the other listeners we interact with all the time. Um, but then there's also this side of it where it's like you don't really believe every, anything is real. So it's like Ryan Garcia talking crap to Gervonta Davis because he saw that video and was outraged. It's like, yo, that's wrong. You shouldn't do that. And I'm I, I, like because – I have because I'm a professional fighter who actually can legally get into a ring and fight you, I want to fight you. Like, all right, that's that's kind of cool. I mean, I guess from an emotional just like uh catharsis point of view, but is he just, if he's just doing it to promote himself, which I unfortunately enters my the thought crosses my mind that someone may just try to promote themselves on social media sometimes. Um if he, if that's the point, if you're using the, uh, you know, a, a woman being, uh you know, pulled around, shoved, and possibly punched on camera as a good moment of self-promotion. That side of it makes me feel disgusting.
1: Yeah. All of this is making me feel disgusting. And to close the disgusting talk, uh, sad news that uh, Floyd Mayweather's original baby mama, was it Josie Davis? Was that the name?
3: Harris. Josie come on, Harris. man. You're going to Guy Ritchie, this woman, too? <laughs>
1: God, Rafe, wow. She was found dead in her car at age 40. And look, this is rough. You know, you certainly feel for Floyd and and his children, whom a few of them, she is their mother. Uh, Floyd's Twitter and IG account didn't initially respond to this. You know, was still putting out pictures of traveling and flaunting. And then out of nowhere, Rafe, it was like one after another of old pictures of Josie and Floyd together in the early days with like, this is my queen, this is my backbone. And then, of course, the mentions on those are a train wreck because we can't avoid that—that that is the woman that he assaulted. To I, force, look,
3: I did not read those mentions to I will force say, the
1: 2012 the jail sentence when he allegedly caught her texting NBA player C.J. Watson.
3: I'm glad you brought up the C.J. Watson angle. I, um, I always think of that. Do you
1: have any reaction to this rape beyond just hey, t- you know, this is this is tough news for for, for it's
3: really sad that, that 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 the that this woman has 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 died. Um, the LAPD appears to be, uh, at least according to the most recent reporting, it, treating it as a death investigation, not a homicide investigation. Um, so as as of now, there doesn't appear to be any sign of foul play. I don't, I haven't. I, I'm sorry, I, you know, I, I did not see a cause of death really reported. Did you, Brian?
1: No, I believe I saw that it wasn't drug and it wasn't suicide. They, they. Did. But
3: it's also not a. Oh, it's also not being treated yet as a, as a, as a, you know, as a, as foul play in any sense. Look, there's so much we don't know. It's, it's, it's inappropriate really to say much other than to wish condolences to the family. And look, people, even in abusive relationships, sometimes, and it, it's, It's it's freaking complicated, man. People, and I'm not making excuses for anyone, but there could still be love sometimes in those relationships. It's awful, and they do terrible things to each other. But then, like, I I don't know. My the child, like, look, her her children and her loved ones deserve. You know, I I I hope Floyd will continue taking care of them. I expect that he will because he has been, and um. I uh you know, I send them all my condolences and I'm, I'm sad that this has happened. I don't know that there's anything more from a boxing perspective.
1: There's not, Rafe. There's not. So Floyd I probably
3: should have just said that and shut the hell up from five us minutes
1: Floyd. ago. I love you. I make you a okay. okay. All right, okay, okay, okay. Rafe, thank you for doing all that news handling with me. Now, Rafe, let's talk about the future. Um
3: It looks bright. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty uh, excited about the next couple of months, Brian. Well, How Rafe, about you? Look,
1: that you can find silver linings in in tough in tough uh, in the clouds,
3: <laughs> like like Canelo versus
1: Golovkin three. I will say silver this: lining. Um, when all this started, Rafe, last week, in terms of when it got real for us in the U.S. Right? Was it last week or was it like yesterday? I have no idea anymore. Time last, last
3: week, week, I think most, I heard, especially <clears> from a sports <throat> fan point of view, the NBA uh, announcing that it was going to shut down the season. On, uh, uh, you know, last Wednesday night when Rudy Gobert tested positive right before the, the tip-off of, right before they touched tips, so to speak, of the Oklahoma City-Utah Jazz game in Oklahoma City. That was the moment.
1: Yes. Let's bring in Paul Pierce.
0: You know, I'm tired of getting
1: the taste of it. I want the whole load. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, not, not,
3: wait a couple of, socially distanced. No, yeah. no, that's not.
1: Basketball, love story. Uh, Rafe, you know, it's hard. It was hard. It hadn't hit me hit me, meaning it, you know, there wasn't a lot of cases in my town. My life wasn't interrupted that much, but you know the fear the the, the social media panic adds to it, the local news panic adds to it, anxieties up the up the wazoo. I always have troubled times when it's uh, when it's something you can't control right if a tornado's coming or right? something like that it, it's just it's hard to bite down and just get through. but um you know I'm getting a lot of time with the wife and kids, a lot of time with the family catching up on stuff around the house walking the dogs two, three times a day. So there, there, there's some good that can come out of this, Rafe. Is there any good in the sport of boxing that can come out of essentially the potential of just resetting for two months? I know Bob Arum and Eddie Hearn are looking into uh, empty arena type ideas to, to keep their schedules going. And I know when you've got large, massive output TV deals, you got to try to find a way to keep them going. But is there anything that the sport can gain from this, Rafe? There's no offseason in boxing
3: um i don't know that uh it doesn't in 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 the immediate moment i don't think there is some way for boxing necessarily to take advantage of this i don't even know if i think they should um i know there's a temptation to right because even i mean you look at the great twitter feed of like tim boxeo hawk i think it's 1971 but our our readers probably know it um you look at his Twitter feed and there are still fights going on around the world, you know, club fight, weird, sloppy stuff uh, that he does the service of watching, finding the streams, telling us where to where to locate the streams. And then if we don't want to watch them ourselves, he gets us the sloppy knockout highlights. Um, he's God, an analyst? God bless who, that man. He's
1: an analyst who locates the tips and he, he – uh, <laughs>
3: We have a team of them to do that. I have a group um, of
1: analysts who receive the tip.
0: They review the tip. Uh, they analyze the tip information and determine what type of tip it is.
3: But anyway, look, boxing is still going on uh, in some locations, even if it is not high-level boxing. And I'm sure there is a temptation among the among the promoters who are in charge of the world of high-level boxing to figure out a way to make events happen and and they could probably i mean the boxing has the luxury of being able to do venue shopping right you can uh, they probably can find a country that is willing to let them do something as reckless as stage a fight in the next month but what is uh, at, at least the way that the the, pub, the US public opinion is today it seems like that would be a mistake even if they managed to pull it off safely because then they would ju- it, it would just look like they're searching for some way to sort of recklessly endanger a lot of other people so that they could create some content. And look, ESPN talk, – talk, the idea that, top, that, that top-ranked boxing is going to save ESPN or that it would be some huge coup for ESPN, ESPN is a huge-ass company and – one, like, like a fight every weekend isn't going to pull them out of the content drought of having no other live sports. It will be – I'm sure they would appreciate it. They wouldn't mind it. But it wouldn't it, – it isn't going to be like, oh, this is it. Um Especially who, who – what big name fighters are you going to be? At? So, okay. We found a way that if we take you to Tajikistan, they will let you fight in – this Thunderdome, where as long and don't worry, we're not even gonna test you. Like get, get the. I mean, who who's gonna be go, willing to go do that? Um, some people will. Against but, who?
0: Against who? Against who? Right. Against who? It's
3: probably not going to be the biggest name fighters willing to go do that. Um, I don't know if so, anything actually
1: good can come from this in boxing, right? I mean, it's, yeah, it
3: doesn't seem that. Look, just relax. Everyone, take it easy. See what happens over the next couple of months because it seems like it will be that long i mean that's what the cdc the cdc this week said eight weeks no gatherings of greater than 50 people so that rules out everything i think what boxing can do uh, well here's the answer um if we come out of this before the end of the year and have a period of six months five months four, however long it is There's a chance then to make a truly packed and great boxing schedule.
1: Oh, by the way, people need fights, first of all. So the idea of just like every weekend loaded, if we can survive, let's say, a minimum of two months or or maybe maybe minimum isn't the right word. What if it's two months, right? Just just two months of shutdown on everything. Um, It could be jacked and packed. But also, how about this? Uh, we haven't seen a good PBC fight this year, and they have more than half of the fighters. So there's a lot of good fighters, Rafe, that need dates anyway. So, uh... and fighters w- will be eager
3: to get back in the ring and seize that moment. I think. The- one thing. Well,
1: they're gonna need the money, I've... Rafe. It ain't about moment seizing. They need the mo- They need the cash.
3: That's absolutely true as well. But I think there's also an element to when, you know, athletes, all of us, right, where we have, we get, we get settled into our sense of normalcy. We get settled into this, well, that, you know, life, life develops a routine and, and your job is a really often the biggest part of that routine or, or on par with all the other biggest parts of that routine. And you can start to think of it as a job. And, and I think, at least, I have, I have my friends who cover the NBA and who've covered it for through the lockouts over the years and things like that. They say that after those breaks, that you know, that athletes too feel that like, man, it is great to get back to work to do what I am yeah. best at, what people love me for, and and hopefully um, that attitude exists in boxing as well. And I don't see why it wouldn't, right? These I guys are the best in the world. The very, I mean, really, really world-class, amazing fighters. And
1: you already to, know to what see I them think. going
3: after with new gusto
1: would be great. You already know what I think about these athletes, right? I respect box. I respect everybody. I respect everybody. Athletes. Why put everybody in front of that You course? already know they're the best, right <laughs> Why not just say everybody? Why do we have to, or why not just say athletes? Why do we have to, uh... I mean, he doesn't really know what he's saying. So, I guess. I guess that's also part of it,
3: right? Maybe. That's it. Yeah, a, All right. Athlete might mean the same thing as boxer to him.
1: People are wondering what good can come of this show, Rafe. Over this potential. Oh, before that, personally, you, Detroit. Um, I I, I hope and assume that you're doing well. Do you have any plans during this uh, during this this life break outside of your job, Rafe? You got any plans?
3: Well, I will still be working. Look, the, I I am I'm I think. I can't. I don't want to guarantee anything, but I think that I can come up with some fun stuff over however long this lasts in my capacity as a writer at the Athletic. Um, I people who have long read my stuff, read the or read the Respect Box newsletter, read the Speed Bag when that was still around. You know that I'm into some weird stuff. I can come up with something fun or weird, and and keep these wheels spinning pretty for a pretty long time.
1: I
0: don't
3: need I the news about cycle your necessarily.
1: personal life, Rafe. I was talking about, are you going to be doing any woodworking, maybe painting your mm-hmm. masterpiece? Maybe now's the right time to start a new book. Maybe, Rafe.
3: Maybe. Um. I will be reading. Look, it's hard to think of right now because I've been just going nonstop between work, running around, trying to get supplies, trying to take care of, you know, like... Make sure that we can survive whatever is coming at us. Um,
1: I mean, it's up to us so, as a people to start making some changes, Dave.
3: Yeah, it's. I, I agree. You know. I,
0: uh,
1: All right, we got a tweet in yesterday. This is. Uh, we were recording this, Rafe. On a what's today?
3: Today's a Tuesday. It's St. Patrick's Day.
1: You know, I wanted to bring that up too, Rafe. Shout out to the Irish crew, the ADK crew, the the your crew, your. I don't know, your Slovakians and your Irish gentlemen over there, Rafe, they closed down the bars in New York City. So, what does that, seriously, in all seriousness, what does that mean for your brethren at McSorley's on March 17th, 2020, that uh, there ain't going to be an S show there?
3: Well, look, yeah, there's no, there's certainly no Paddy's Day parade, no people drinking in the bar today, uh, none of that. Uh, it's, um, it's it means that you know it means that people are not going gonna to lose the money. There's less, yeah, none of that money is coming in, and and McSorley's is the kind of place where you know you show up and and you get paid because you 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 sold a lot of ale. Um, so that means that 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 you press pause on that for a while, and it's like that for a lot of people in the service industry all over the country. Uh, especially in places like new york and uh, but here in michigan they shut down bars and restaurants too and they're they're getting ahead of things and i think that's that's probably appropriate given what we see in some of these countries in europe in in you know in spain and italy and, and sort of how how things are escalating so quickly there um so if all that helps us as they say flatten the curve and um make it so that the epidemic and the pandemic doesn't doesn't lead to the health system getting overwhelmed i think is appropriate even if it means losing some money yeah. um i new york was although it seems like they may change this into a shelter at home type situation which would be a more a more strict lockdown um new york at the moment you can continue running a business you know a, a restaurant or whatever as a walk-up business, as a take-out business, or something like that, and I heard there were some plans for McSorley's to basically open up and, you know, get some growlers, allow people to come with growlers, fill them up with ale. Like if people just wanted to walk up and buy some beer, they could do that. But obviously, no gathering in the place. If that 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 may eventually be shut down as well, and if so, then we just got to abide by that. But yo, you 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 do, yeah. I think um. We all got to get by and hopefully yeah. that our, our, our state and local and federal governments will, will help us figure that out as well. There's
1: a lot of preparations that you can be making right now. Prepare your horse for the war. I, the- I don't know. That's going to be a challenge, right? right we do have a lot of stuff. <laughs> this show will be published on Wednesday. We're recording it on Tuesday. On Monday, we got a tweet from, you know, this brethren Teofilo Rigando at JS underscore writing, one of our core. One of the crust Hot of load. our core, right? A
3: quality operator.
1: He says, seeing as how we won't have any actual boxing news for a while. Apparently, he wasn't on board with what Lance was about to break. How about a special Let's Get Weird episode of Boxing I ain't got SoC? that Just go down into the rabbit holes of the weirdness we enjoy. We're not regular fans. We're the SOC, the ropes hardcore. Now, look, we're doing that for a bit today. We're going to keep doing that. Somebody else, Rafe, I don't, I don't, I'm sorry for not identifying them. I can't find the tweet said, why don't you guys grab Rasky and do another movie deep dive like we did to the great trilogy-slash-4-pack that was The Karate Kid, right?
3: I'm down. Okay. Where, where do All right, here's the thing. Do we do uh, the obvious thing? Do we do boxing? <laughs> do we do boxing? Do we do... Just the dumb movies we like. Can, can I talk to you about uh Tom Berenger and the movie Sniper alongside Billy Zane? Can we do that, Brian? Or well, I just what's, watched American
1: Sniper last night, but while I was searching for movies, I came across three Tom Berenger Sniper movies. And I had just finished Platoon with Tom Berenger the other day, and I was like, dude, I love me some Tom Berenger. And it's not just Major League. My favorite Tom Berenger movie? The subst- the first substitute. Right? Oh yes, sir. Him yes, in uh, sir. oh my god. In a uh, like this dangerous is- Minds gone wrong. Yes. This is for La Raza, Raza. Remember when uh, what's his name? Jay ex husband pulls in with the car and uh Mark Anthony? Yeah, or, Mark or, Anthony's or, um... a drug dealer with a tattoo on his neck. What a badass movie, Ray. Right?
3: Yeah, there's some good ones like that. I mean, they're the one with Samuel Jackson, 187, where he also plays a uh, uh, a, a high school teacher yes. who, who who can't take it anymore.
1: There's a little bit of Russian roulette at the end of that, of that movie there. Yeah. Um, F around and pull a 187, Rafe. How long will they mourn me, right? <laughs> All right. No, not long, um, Brian. Not long. I mean, look, we could go the route of uh, one-off boxing movies like Southpaw, right? We could do something like that we could Ill. we could go the route of uh of uh we could go deep on Seagal, Rafe on, I on mean sh- I'm 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 here for it on the Schwaz and I don't mean Tom you know what I'm saying I mean Arnold Rafe okay and Stallone the the three tenors of the 80s you know we could we could really F around there um some things to think about here Rafe but uh people want Rasky involved would you would you uh I mean his mom. I would like
3: that because he is like a classy pop culture guy, and we could force him to watch movies, but he's funny, and he could, he'll play along. He'll let us be the kind of morons, the, the tasteless morons oh, yeah. that we are deep <laughs> down. That's just um, because he
1: wants to promote his brother's success in the movie industry, Brother Fred.
3: Brother Fred, look, Brother Fred works is a edits Quentin Tarantino movies. That guy, we we got to shake. I got to shake his hand.
1: I got to I have a pull too. and a push yes, with him. Yes, yes. Uh, can I can I shake a hand, Fred? Uh, I believe he has his own Wikipedia page. So that means he made it. So does BJB. By the way, shout out to Bryn Jonathan Butler. Ray, where's <laughs> yours? Do you have one?
3: I don't think I have one, but I'm waiting for the male author's XXX to write it for me.
1: It says Fred Raskin is 46. Is he older than than Eric's old balls?
3: I think, yes.
1: Wow, this man is quite a resume. All, all full, full respect to all the Raskin brothers, even the bootleg ones, right? There's like a curly-haired guy. There's like a, a younger guy. There's some member of Congress named
3: Raskin who I always think who, whenever – not. there's no relation between him and the great uh, Maccabee game champion Eric Raskin, but I, it may, always makes me think, oh, maybe this is the, 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 the eighth-lost Raskin brother.
1: Wow, so – Fred Raskin did th- the last three Quentin Tarantino movies as an editor.
3: Did you do any movies that we get down with, Brian? I'm to did, look. This, did did he, did he did he do?
1: He did Fast Five, Fast and he did something called The Big Bang. I didn't watch it, but I like that title a lot, right? Bang, bang! 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 Try and stop it! Bang! Bang! I mean, Here he, yeah, thank you,
2: thank you. you.
1: Want to throw some Damn t- enough. Um. He's done the uh, the Kill Bills, you know. He, I mean, look, he just did Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He's working right now, Rafe, on something called The Suicide Squad coming out in 2021. This is per wiki, all right? Didn't they already have, have that? I don't have inside Raskin info here. Oh, Boogie Nights, Rafe. He did that, right? That's more of a Simo classic. but uh,
3: I mean, that's a good movie, but I want him to get into the, into the trenches with us. You know what I mean. I'm talking about Jeff Speakman, The Perfect Weapon. <laughs>
1: I'm talking about, what were those Billy Blanks movies where he was a janitor and he... Uh, <laughs> in uh i'm talking about don the dragon wilson yes blood, uh,
3: what was that blood 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 fist blood fist Did you yes. into
1: the movies that were called kickboxer oh
3: hell yes hell yeah we talking well of course the first one is van damme but then they have the guy from step by step sasha something yes in them, yes athletic.
1: i've seen all those yes wow they're good
3: oh but best of the best uh, one and two you know
1: what i think you know, for our re- for our own recrappables, I, I think Fred Raskin's movies are too classy for us to get into, right? You know what I mean? Then, of course, I don't want to uh, critique his editing skills in front of Eric. So uh, you know, that's it.
3: That's true. I, the, the, we and we do have serious takes on uh, film editing and other and cinematography. Although he's Fred- on Well,
1: he worked on the Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift as well, right? Oh, that now one? that is in my wheelhouse, baby.
3: <laughs> What's that guy, Lucas something? Lucas Black.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, who's not black? But, uh, apparently. No, he's
3: very white. He's yeah. like Southern white.
1: All right, all right. Hey, Rafe, did you see 1917 yet? Because I'm sp- I'm spreading the world and letting people know that it's the greatest movie that ever happened. All right.
3: I ain't got that World War One stuff.
1: Uh, all right. Hey, that's the end of the show this week. We're gonna figure out something fun to do. Um, Rafe, give me a um, give me a prediction. When's the next boxing fight that will matter that fans will get to be in attendance for? Give me a prediction. Don't say what, but say when. When, Ray. Um. everybody. Late can, June. Everybody. Can. I can see one
3: by late June. Vegas. No, I'm thinking Europe or something. Canelio, like, you know, BJS? look, I'm looking. I'm looking at Latvia, baby. I'm waiting for that WBSS season two to come back.
1: Maybe Lithuania.
3: Mairis Briedis.
1: Maybe. They, be careful. They'll rob time you out for there. It was challenge. They'll I rob don't you, know, Brian. There, right? It was an effective robbery. It's still robbing! They'll rob you out there. All right. For Rafe Bugs, he's on the Athletic.com. Look, it's time. It's really. This is your time. This is your time to shine coming up, Rafe, as you so eloquently put it, okay? A lot of crap can be written to fill space. You're the master of crap, of baiting that type of stuff, right? You're the master baiter. That. Type of stuff, right? When we're talking about pinas,
3: right? Pinas, that really inspired me, because yes, yes, that's, that's right. me, huh?
1: Well, eat at the Bob Evans and stay safe, Rafe. Uh, follow him at Rafe Boogs on Twitter. Thank you, Alex Codinius. Follow us at State of Combat. Rafe, do you have any messages for the people? I know you're you're, you're swaying as if you're either drunk or you have to use the restroom might be a little bit of both Brian um
3: I think the message is hey everybody uh take care of yourselves and um what is it two
2: words yow